We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. You're going to follow me on Twitter. And it's Tuesday, February 27th. We got a big day today in uh, in sports. We got uh, we got a big NBA slate tonight. We do have a big NHL slate tonight as well. 12 games. We'll be taking a look at that because it is it is Tuesday. And uh Tuesdays I always have someone with the T on the show because of Tuesday. So if it's not Tim, it's TJ Zwarek. Who's going to help us uh, go through uh, this uh, this NHL slate? And you you've been doing pretty well with the you've been doing pretty well with a lot of things. MMA, you you produce the MMA show. You don't know anything. You just plug in some things and you win. NHL, you use our great projections here at Discord. Uh, let's try to let's try to get it again today. Let's do it. Twelve game slate, nice big NHL slate. Had a nice little break with the, you know, NBA All-Star and things like that. Calmed down a little bit and ready to dive back into it now. These big slates are a lot of fun. Um, and, like, 12 is a lot. It's a big, big slate. So, I'm... I'm... DJ, are you back? Yeah, did I disappear? Yeah, you disappeared for a second, but whatever. Okay, oh, it's a big, big yeah, pause. I'm excited to dive into the slate. <laughs> okay, so uh, 12 games. You know, I'm a big, I'm a fan of the bigger slates. You're a fan of the smaller slates. We have a lot to choose from today, and I'm not exactly sure uh, what the chalk necessarily will be. I don't know if there's going to be any like heavy chalk. So I'm looking at our, our DFS stacks values page, which is obviously part of our premium subscription here at Roto Grinders. Get our NHL projections, player projections, ownership projections, stack values, slate summary, expert survey, everything you'll need. Lineup HQ, obviously, to build your lineups. Uh, click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. From first look, it seems like to me we we got some suspect teams. We got we got teams that 
I'm I, I'm never a fan of playing them into ownership. But from our projections, I'm looking at Montreal. I'm looking at Nashville against Ottawa. Obviously, Montreal against Arizona. We got New Jersey, the Devils against San Jose. Obviously, Colorado. Obviously, I mean, McKinnon, he's 10-3. He's the most expensive player on the slate. He has the highest raw point projection by a significant amount. Obviously, playing Colorado 1. I mean, there's always in play. Just you know, you know, you're paying, you're paying through the nose for for McKinnon and Ranton and, and McCarr and guys like that. And especially on a 12 game slate, even if even if the Avalanche go out and score a bunch of goals, and McKinnon has you know 30 fantasy points, there are a lot of ways that you could build a lineup that does better than that. Uh, but I'm never thrilled when when Cole Caulfield is chalky. He's 6,900 now uh, that that uh, Montreal won in a good matchup. Uh, Nashville, you got Forsberg. You got that line one. You got the power play one there. You got New Jersey. Obviously, you have a, a little bit more line one, line two, power play one to choose from there. Uh, I mean, these are also teams that, yeah, they, they project well. I say this on a lot of NHL shows. But they're not the most trustworthy. These aren't the best teams. They just happen to have the best matchups. While we have teams more like Toronto and uh, Florida and Los Angeles and Vancouver or something, like maybe a little bit higher ceiling, but a little bit worse matchups. So, you know, what, what are your overall thoughts? What teams are you looking at? Are 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 you looking at these? Because I I would say chalky teams, but I really don't even think like Mont. I don't think even Mont, these Montreal Nashville Devils. I don't think they're going to be like. I don't think there's going to be a twenty percent owned line. I don't. I mean, there may not even be a fifteen percent owned line. So I'm not exactly sure if I'm like like looking to avoid chalky suspect spots. I may still be willing to 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 play one of these three teams. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any need to heavily avoid it. This is such a spread. Like, not only is it so big, which will limit ownership, but it's so spread out. Like, there's not a single team that really stands out as, like, this is by far the best spot. I think my favorite would probably be Nashville. Ottawa is just always playing in some heavy, uh, um, heavy scoring games sometimes their goalie puts up a great performance but usually their games end like 5-4 um they're one of the worst teams in the league giving up opponents goals and nashville has such nice correlation with that power play one you can do the whole first line with josie who is probably the best defenseman to play in all of fantasy hockey so um i like nashville one is probably my priority some ways to get different, though. I do really like Vancouver, who you briefly mentioned, going up against Pittsburgh. And uh, we're expecting, uh, I always screw up his name, but Nadel, Nadel, Nadelkovich, uh, as opposed to Jerry, to start. And so I like Vancouver quite a bit. Um, and then the other team I like getting to just basically always right now, I put, play them on pretty much every slate, is Minnesota. Um, ever since they joined up Erickson Eck with Kaprasov and uh and Boldy. Those guys have been going nuts. Um you get power play correlation with Favor who's not very expensive. 
Um, or you can just play the first line together. And like those guys have been going off. You can get Zuccarello as a fourth piece for pretty cheap if you want it. Um, or if you only want to do a two-man stack with them, something like a Zuccarello and uh Faber works too. Um, so this is a team that yeah, I'm a little bit more inclined to do that. I'm not I Carolina is one of those teams that I just on a 12 game slate, I probably don't want to play teams against Carolina. Uh but you're right on on I mean from a ceiling perspective, I think Minnesota's fine. I mean, to me, there's a difference between like value and ceiling. So, like from a from a value standpoint, we have some like cheaper pieces. Like, like we take a look at New Jersey. Like the, the best part about Montreal and Nashville is that you pretty much know where to go. Right? Montreal, if you're gonna if you're gonna play the Canadians. You're playing Suzuki, Caulfield, Slavkovsky, Matheson, maybe New Hook. Like you play their power play one guys, and it's a 12 game slate. I'm not screwing around with you know, with uh, with Gallagher and uh, Line Four guys. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just not screwing around with those guys. Uh, but New Jersey, obviously, they're the biggest favorites on the slate, uh, facing uh, obviously one of the worst teams in the league, San Jose. Uh, the the issue that I have with with uh, with the Devils is that they kind of that we the number one value line that has a, at least a double digit average projection is line two, which is Hughes, Toffoli, and Mercer. But I mean, I tend to play Nico Hischier more often than I do play Jack Hughes. And the issue that I have with the the Devils today, as well as in general, is that. The Devils can go out and score five goals, and no one gets there because line one has a goal, line two has a goal, right? Holland, Pilat are now on the third line. Holtz could have a goal on the fourth line. I mean, like, they spread out their minutes a little bit more. And secondly, uh, remember, I only play NHL on pretty much Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, Jack Hughes is now listed as a center on DraftKings. And, like, to play his year and Hughes together, like you're filling up both of your center spots and it makes line of construction a little bit more difficult fitting in another line elsewhere. So that's where I you do know. though. That's where you do that paper Zuccarello mini sack. Well, that's well, what, what I'm saying is that I, I think if I play the devil, if I play a two center line with the devils, like if I, I think I'm much more likely if I'm going to play Hughes and his year together, like I'm more likely to just play five devils. To just like not not play basically not play a second full line correlation, play two mans one offs and something and play his year brat Hughes Toffoli Mercer or something like that right get all these wingers in maybe even throw in like a like a Luke Hughes or or a Nemec or something like that and then just hope that the Devils go out and you know score six seven goals against the Sharks. But another thing on the other side. I'm not opposed to playing the Sharks. No, the Sharks are rating out right now as the number one value in the DraftKings stack value uh, rankings. And so I I don't, I I probably wouldn't go five devils on a slate this big. I I, I hear you for sure, but I would probably cut it at four and then do Heesher, Brat, Hughes, Toffoli, all the guys on the power play one. Um, Those four there, it's expensive, but then you start pairing them with, um, some value guys from this other team on the other side. You play Thrun, who's one of the best values on the slate. Apologies if I'm saying his name wrong. 
Um, you pair him with Duclair, you pair him with Zetterland, and uh, you have you're filling up your two center spots, so you have just the one wing and the utility available. Use him with Duclair and Zetterland. You have Thrun there to save some salary. Um, I and just turn this into a little game stack. Um, I don't mind San Jose quite a bit. I probably like I'm not gonna full stack San Jose, um, unless like maybe I found a lineup that fit well i could play you know mckinnon and rantanen with a full stack of san jose and then maybe you consider it um but like thrune specifically you got a guy who's going to play a bunch of minutes on a power play one and he's 2600 he's going to be the probably the top value play on the slate and then even their second line right now like kunin's on it on the power play too and he's projected okay at 2700 as a one-off if you're gonna stack a third line on a on an ugly slate because you're full stacking Colorado, you can do worse than getting guys like LeBanc and Barabanov together who are gonna play on a power play. Um and like if they each get you an assist, all of a sudden you're cooking, even though it's a 12 game slate. Right. I, I you know me on a 12 game slate, I don't screw around with those lines. Shorter slate, three game slate, yeah, you're fine. The thing is with with the with San Jose sucks, but like New Jersey's goalkeeping and defense is not is, great. It's not great. Right. That, that's, no. that's, that's kind of the point. Like, yeah. Like, which is I one of the reasons the why I like it as a game stack. Like right. This well, turning into exactly a six, five. Say. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm like, the devils may score five, six goals, but I, they may give up three or four in the process as well. So uh, maybe, I mean, it's a, it's a hard sell for me playing, you know, I, I'm going to be playing three lineups tonight and I play smaller yeah. field type of stuff it's hard for me to say okay i'm gonna take one of I, the biggest underdogs on the slate and play three guys from and play line yeah. power play one from them but i think if if you are going to pay up for a mckinnon i mean you, i don't think that's that bad of a choice to take san jose i think i i think personally i'd rather if i'm spending up on a on an expensive line from another team I'd much rather take San Jose power play one than like Nashville's third line. Right. Or something like that. Like, like I just, I, I just hear you, tend to prioritize man, time on ice a lot more in small field contests. Nashville's third line. I I'm telling you, they never let me down. They really never let me down. Nashville's third line is always lighting it up. I know you don't like doing it, but I'm just looking at lineup HQ right now. Like the cheapest viable goalie today. You have Lukanen. Lukanen is only 6,900 against Florida. Um, and so you plug in Lukanen with McKinnon, Rantanen, Druin, and Makar, uh, the first line in the power and the power play. Um, it's obviously super expensive to get McKinnon and Rantanen and Makar together, but with the cheap goalie and those three, it leaves you with 2,900 per position. I actually think that's doable on this slate. You put thrown in on defense and all of a sudden it's 3k remaining. It's gross, but like, all you got to do is find a line three that you like with power play correlation now, or if you get it with a line two or, or a, a couple line ones with a one-off grade. Um, but at 3K remaining, you can get correlation and like a team like Nashville three in a great, great matchup. Um, hold on. I'm just, I'm just like pivoting to them right now. Um, Evangelista and Novak, like just, or, uh, or even Sissons and Glass. I like Evangelista and Novak a little bit better because they have the power play correlation. But even Sissons and Glass on line two is perfectly fine. Um, 
those guys are like, if that line scores one goal, you're probably cashing. If that line scores two goals while Colorado goes off, that's how you win a tournament. Another team that's cheap that I've interested in, we'll have to look at some news here because I'm monitoring our, our NHL Discord, which is by far the best place to get NHL news. It's better than Twitter. I don't even bother with lists on Twitter. I know that Dane and, and Taylor and Tim, they post everything in there. Uh, we have Konechny out for the third game in a row. Uh, I think there may have been a small issue with Forrester yesterday, but I think he's going to play today. And then I'm just seeing right here in our Discord that that Cam Atkinson is getting extra is, – is, is, out here getting an extra work with Cal Peterson. Possible sign he could be the odd man out at forward, but we'll see tonight. But with Konechny out there, they have a good matchup against Tampa Bay. I mean, they're they're underdogs, but I never mind attacking Tampa Bay. They give up goals. Uh, I think Tampa Bay in and of themselves are a bit overpriced. I think, you know, if you're going to play Tampa Bay one, you're going to, you're getting like a 3% online today because I don't think anyone's paying 9,800 for Kucherov when, Matthews and McKinnon and their other guy. It got their guys lower than Kucherov that project better. But I don't mind these Philadelphia guys. Like I don't mind like especially like even like line two. Like you could you don't have to play Owen Tippett. Like you could play a Faraby Couterrier, like depending on what's happening with Atkinson, you know, mixing Forrester's only 3,500. I mean, if you it's not as cheap as San Jose. But I'm not sure how many, I'm not, I mean, I can't, I can't see on a 12 game slate how many people are playing Philadelphia today. Uh, you, you mix in, you know, you could, you could, I don't see anyone playing Travis Sanheim at 4,800. I mean, I'm not a big fan of playing. I typically don't play much flyers in my contests, but this seems like a place where there is value available. If you're going to play, you know, a rock, uh, an out, I was going to say the Rockies. I've, I've been, my head's been in MLB uh, preparing for, for MLB props. Uh, so, so I was like, Colorado, the Rockies. It's like, no, the avalanche. You're going to be playing that expensive avalanche line. I don't mind too many. I don't mind doing uh, TJ. I don't mind doing like, imagine doing, let, let's take a look at this. So if you're going to play Colorado, I'm going to bring it up in lineup HQ. Right. So let's say you, let's say you, you say, I, I want to play, McKinnon, Ranton, and Ann McCarr, right? Let's plug in that, 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 you know, play Lucan in. I'm doing, I'm doing three lineups today as well. And for what it's worth, I probably will do this in one of them. I'm probably going to pick Colorado in one of them just because even though it's hard to do, um, if they, if that line scores five goals today, which they 100% can, it's not, it's never out of the realm of possibility for McKinnon and Ranton in each just to pop out two or three. Um, and McCard to have assisted all of them. Uh, and so uh, I'll probably do this in one of them, this exact start. Right. So like you could plug in like Thrun, Declare, like this, this gets tough. I mean, 3325 average salary. I'm not sure. It, I mean, now you really have to go down. Maybe, maybe. Pop maybe like a Forster. No, keep McCarr. I mean, keep McCarr. Keep McCarr. Keep him. We're going to make this work. Forrester, okay, right. It's thirty-one fifty. You still need a center in the utility. Who the hell are you playing? Oh, we'll find somebody nice. We got uh, 
We could do uh, Stankovin. Uh, run I'm back not, on the on, other team. Come on, now we're getting we're getting stupid. Now, come on. No, nah, give me some Stankovin. I don't even know who that is. I don't either, but he projects well, so I don't care. On Dallas against Colorado. Yeah. I, I I'm not building this lineup. Come on, this is. And crazy. then you got 3,300. That's a nice. That's a nice amount remaining for a one-off in the utility position. You could go with Zucker. Uh, you could go with somebody like Giordano. Uh, you could go Moser. I like it. Dane in the chat says, "Thank him and crushed yesterday too." Okay. <laughs> he's a it's good offensive prospect. He's 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 playing on a line with Jamie Ben. He's on the power play too, and he's cheap. What's what's wrong with it? No, it's fine. But I mean, I, I just don't want to sacrifice so many spots with so many cheap people. I mean, just like like I'll play one of I'll play two of McKinnon, Ranton, and McCarr, but not maybe not three of them. I'll together. play three, and that's why I'm going to win the tournament. Okay, but you mentioned someone on on on, on a team that also is cheap today. That I mean, people are going to be playing Montreal. I mean, Montreal's a good matchup in and of itself for Arizona. And they've moved around their line since the last time I've I've checked. And like give me line small... three with Moser with uh give me line three stack. Right. Well, that's what I was looking at. It's like line three, yeah. power play one correlation, or you could even play like Schmaltz as a one-off at 4,500. I'm not opposed to that. Is I mean, that could be a cash play. I mean, I I, I would think that that Schmaltz at 4,500 may, you know, maybe even in your like you're playing cash cash viable but i mean so, i mean just realize that line three has like no floor like no just 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 i mean like i i play zucker one-offs a lot and get a lot of one and a halfs one and a halfs 12 minutes of ice time uh but he go he could also go out and score two goals so like i'm, I don't I'm even, not a, i don't even think it's crazy to stack line two with moser and the whole power play two together because i don't know this for sure this is something we'd have to ask dane but like just by looking at this i'd have to imagine this is not a colorado power play one and two situation where power play one is playing 85 percent of the time i bet you this is a 50 50 split no, no, I'm not opposed to line two either. I mean, it, yeah. the, the the thing that I like about Arizona is that line two and line three are all correlated both on even strength and yeah. on the power. Yeah. We're also yeah, I like it. That, that Sean Mon- Monahan is on the ice this morning for Winnipeg. Uh, yes, and we have we already have him in the projections. Uh, I think how many people are playing Winnipeg today? I mean... I don't mind line one for ceiling, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure how many people are. I don't know if how much Connor's going to be owned today, but I don't. I. I. I will. I will never fault anyone for playing Velarde as a one-off because at 5,300, I mean, he has hat trick potential. Uh, I don't mind playing any. I mean, dude, I don't mind playing any team against Bennington. Uh, I don't know. Like we're going around, and the, they're. There, you can make a case. I think of the twenty-four teams on the slate. I think you can make a legitimate case for playing a full line. Obviously, one-offs you can play on any team, right? But a full line, three or four guys, for I would say eighteen of the twenty-four teams. I mean, Detroit is favored over Washington. I think they're overpriced by a bit, but I mean, playing 
Detroit's power play, playing their line one. Playing one? Like play Washington. And Washington on the other side is it? Yeah, I like Washington one quite a bit. <laughs> Washington, Washington always projects projects well. And it just like I play I, I play a Carlson way more. Yeah, they've been going off recently. They also have the they also have the propensity to not go off by a large amount. By yes, yes. Just throwing a dud and and only scoring one goal. Anything else that you're looking at? I don't know. It is tough because, like, even, like, the Golden Knights, I don't even hate taking a shot shot on now that they've uh, switched their lines up a little bit as long as these stay the same. I like Carlson and Marcheseau as a two-man, but e- even if you want to inc- uh, extend it out, um, Amadio and Stevenson are super cheap as well with the power play one correlation. And then I, I think Adam Hill is a super interesting tournament goalie today. He doesn't project well at all, but he's very cheap. He has put up some monster games this year, and we know Toronto's going to put up a lot of shots. And so um, I like uh, Hill as a potential goalie. If he's able to get hot and play a, play a strong game today, he's nice and cheap due to the matchup against Toronto. Um, and then the last one, I mentioned uh, like Vancouver as a team. I like quite a bit today. Um, but the last spot as well, what that I'd probably want to touch on is LA and Calgary, because both of these teams today, I think are quite interesting Calgary going up against the LA. Like I, I like t- targeting Talbot. Um, and so, uh, I don't mind taking, uh, some shots on Calgary today, but then LA on the other side too, like Fiala is always somebody you can play. I don't like how spread out their lineups are right now, but there's nothing wrong with a Kopitar can't be stacked in tournaments either. I mean, the same thing could be said for Calgary. I mean, essentially they're playing like their top three lines fairly evenly. So, you know, yeah. play Calgary, you play it in one lineup and the wrong line scores and, and you're screwed. Uh, lastly, if Lukanen is going to be popular, Florida is the second biggest favorite on the slate and Florida, there's something that Florida likes to do. They like to shoot a lot, right? The problem with Florida is that, you know, you're going to be, I mean, no one is cheap on Florida. Like no one is expensive, but no one is cheap to play. Like, like Barkov, Verhag and and Reinhardt. I mean, they're all 7k. Kachuk is 7k, right? You get Bennett there and pay power play two, line two. I, I, I mean, you always have Montour, Ekblad, Forsling at the 4k range at, at defender. I'm just, you know, they're there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how popular they're going to be. Florida hat is going to, they're going to get ownership. They're not going to be low owned, but it's, it's very hard to play Florida as a line. But if Lukanen is going to get double digit ownerships, a goalkeeper, I mean, I don't, I don't mind playing two mans. Play, you, like, so to I, me, I, I, I like play, the idea of stacking plus one of the shooters. Like I wouldn't play Barkov and Montfortier and Tichuk. I think that's the one because you, then he he still has the power play one correlation. He projects the best out of all of them, and uh, he's to me my favorite one off because you're not worried about correlating him with any of the other guys. Like I, if I'm playing Florida, usually what I do if they're set set up like this, I'll either stack the entirety of line one. Um, or I'll do that two man that you're talking about, and it's the Chuck Montour. The Chuck Montour is the is the two that I love doing there. 
Dane in the chat says for LA, there's a chance, some chance that Kemp is going to miss tonight. That would make things a little bit, a little bit easier. I mean, I would assume that if Kemp misses that we're going to get probably Fiala or more or by maybe Byfield ends up swats up going there. up the line one. Yeah, it'd be my hope would be that they just shake everything up and then we get some potential power play correlation too. But that's the exact reason why that Roto Grinders Discord with Dane, with Tim, with Taylor, um, it's more valuable than any other like DFS tool right now. It's the reason why me and so many others are winning a ton of money this year is those line changes, the updates they're providing in there to go along with the great projections that we have. Um, that's important information because if Kempi misses and they switch up those lines, that could be a low owned cheap stack in a good spot. Um, that not many people are playing today. And also the goalie notifications. Yeah. Already, I think two or three times this year, there's been, you know, expected goalkeeper changes. You know, we get the news, oh, this goalkeeper is leading the team out. And it's eight minutes before game time. And it's like, everyone, you got to take out this goalkeeper for the other goalkeeper. And then everything locks and the, the old goalkeeper is 6% owned. Right? And you're like, okay, yeah. well, thanks for paying the rake. Right? And then what ends up happening for me is that you switch the goalkeeper and the other one scores negative four. So you'd rather have the old goalkeeper in, but you can't control those types of situations. But yes, I would agree with you that if, if Kemp is out, this this may condense some of the uh, the LA lines. And Kemp is the most expensive guy on LA. So, you know, obviously you'll be able to get something a little bit uh, a little bit cheaper. Especially, especially if they start moving these guys where you get even strength and power play correlation in the in the in the same line. Now, I, I would say look out for that. But that game, that what time is that game? That game that game's a little bit later, right? That's Calgary. So yeah, that's a nine o'clock game. So you're gonna have. I mean, you're not gonna. Know, you may not know that information. I mean, hopefully we'll get some news in the afternoon. But uh, I mean, if you plug that line in or whatever, you really. I mean, I guess. I guess worst case scenario is that you could always switch it up into like a New Jersey or San, or San Jose. And San Jose, I there's Vancouver, know. Pittsburgh, Dallas, Colorado. Like there's a lot of goodness in that uh, in that night slate that you can basically just build a lineup there with only 9 p.m. and later games. More news coming in the chat of people that were uh, concerned about uh, Joel Erickson Eck uh, yesterday. He's he's on the ice for. Uh, the wild. So he's fine. He's fine for today. Everything's fine. Uh, okay. I think that's, that's a, that's good. You know, first look in the morning, right? The projections get updated all the time. One thing I also like about our discord is that, you know, we see these timestamps here on lineup HQ, right? To tell you when the projections are updated. I so you can reload it, right? Reload it right now. It should say 1122, I believe. And you know how I know it says it's going to say eleven twenty two, is because we have Discord. in our Discord, right? We got we got a little bot, so all of our sports channels will update you on when projections have been updated. So you're not sitting there like reloading or wondering, right? And a lot of times, especially with Dane, he posts some news, and then a minute later, projections are updated. So you know that those projections were updated based on the news that he just posted. So I don't know. I, I, I sell TJ. I sell 
our NHL Discord like like it's the best thing since sliced bread. But I don't it think is. I'm I don't I don't think I'm I almost feel like I'm not selling it enough. I almost I, I, I always say I don't understand why they leave it free because it's it it's as valuable as anything else that I use to play NHL DFS. Yeah, couldn't agree more. If you're using one thing, it's that I uh our our tools in general, like I just love having um speaking of tools that are free the nhl starting lineups page as well obviously what it, it only has the uh projections added to it if you're a premium member but like this page right here i just find so wildly valuable as well the visuals being able to see the line correlations just like right there i find so helpful um it's, it makes it so much easier to narrow down the lineups you want to play today and then of course the top stacks tool as well um, you sort by average projection. You find yourself an expensive stack. You sort by value. You find yourself a cheap stack. Done. You're done. Get a get a cheap goalie on lineup HQ, and there's your lineup right there. So, um, and then you check Discord to make sure that the lines didn't change up, and your guys are still in the lineup. So it's it's a nice, easy process, and it's been very profitable this year. And uh, yeah, while it's while it's still free, jump on it, everybody. All we're asking you is hit the like button on YouTube. Give us your thummy thumbs. Give us the thummy thumbs. Yay. They say you used it, right? You shake your thumbs at people, right? Do it ups, downs. It doesn't matter. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Uh, TJ, do you got any NBA stuff today also? Uh, no, no NBA. Oh, I will have actually a good. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, an NBA prize picks article today that I'm going to be writing uh, basically immediately after this. And then I actually will be, I'm going to take the NBA, uh, DFS slate off tonight outside of prize picks. Um, and then I'm going to be on uh, the morning grind live tonight with Stevie tomorrow for tomorrow morning. So uh, you probably 10, 10 p.m. Eastern time will be uh, will be live for the morning grind, breaking down tomorrow's NBA slate. Right. So if you want your uh, NBA DFS uh, strategy, tune in later today, 5 p.m. Eastern for Grinders Live. Following that is crunch time. Uh, we got uh they cut off uh, the DK cut off some of some of the, the the later games. You 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 saw TJ that on Friday, I believe, D, DK is is doing the contest with no late swap. Uh if they if they stick with that, it may get me back into playing some NBA DFS. Yeah, from a strategy standpoint, you know, as someone who typically has his evenings pretty free to mess around and stay on these type of things, I, I don't like it. But I have my first baby coming in in a month. Joe due dates in a month and two days. And so I'm probably adding that weight swap. Might adding to, If they decide to add some contests without weight swap, that might actually be the only way I can keep up with playing NBA DFS the rest of the year. All right, so look for that on Fridays. Of course, they'll keep it until the till there's a there's a roof leak, and uh, and then everything will be everything will be done. Right? You, you were around. You were around for the the Pelicans roof leak, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. To me, I don't think I, I wasn't in. I wasn't in content creation yet, but I was definitely playing. Right. To me, that's the most infamous NBA slate of all time. Was the the the, the roof leak, the water on the court, and Anthony Davis deciding that. That uh, at having a little bit slippy, slippy on the court is no good, and he didn't want to play. And that was a day where the Pelicans were total chalk. I remember Miritich. I had like in all like eighty percent of my lineups, 
and uh, yeah, they decided not to play. That's number two, because the number one is, is by far number one is when the day before Rudy Gobert fake coughs and rubs his hands on everybody, and then the very next day, he's late scratched with an illness, tests positive for COVID, and not only did the slate shut down, but the entire NBA shut down. Not only did the entire NBA shut down, but the whole freaking world shut down after because of that. And that was like the first thing that just like brought everything crumbling down. That was the first thing that like brought awareness to it. It was like, oh damn, we got to stop this now. It was the Gobert thing. And it was like a late scratch that one night. Uh, and it brought the whole world crumbling down. It was like the next week, I wasn't even going to work anymore. I think the only person that has a positive memory of that day is Eric Bonford. What happened for him that day? Because the the the, the game not playing, I think he won the main contest on DraftKings oh. that day for like a hundred thousand because all of his opponents behind him had had Runs players playing. that were were in that in the games that got shut down. And uh yeah, I guess that is maybe the most infamous uh NBA slate there's been. But from a DFS perspective, as far as you know, bitching and moaning, the Pelicans roof leak. Oh, only because yeah. how do you like like when it comes to weather, like like Roth doesn't give weather reports for NBA because uh, you know, spoiler alert, they they play indoors, right? And it just so happened that it rained a ton in New Orleans and uh the game gets rained out in inside of an arena. Yeah, wild, wild way for that one to go. Okie doke, follow uh, TJ on Twitter as well as in our Discord. We're always active in there. I have my own channel, Blender's Game Theory. Feel free. You can talk to me anytime you want in there. That's the best place. Better than my Twitter DMs, better than anywhere else, better than better than even on this show and asking questions. Like, like, dude, I hang out, Blender's Game Theory. You post in there, I respond. Easy, easy peasy. That's only for premium members, though. Right, you can get in our free Discord, RotoGrinders.com/slash/discord. Join the NHL channel, but uh, become a premium member. Get all of our premium tools here at RotoGrinders by clicking on the link in the description. Getting ten dollars off your first month, and I'll be back tomorrow. Will's on tomorrow. NBA stuff, and uh, and yeah, I'm always here for you guys. Right, eleven o'clock Eastern, talking about all things you're thinking about in daily fantasy props and pick them on RotoGrinders today. Thank <laughs> you.